Another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Feltz, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are covering Love Island UK Season 7, Episode 46. Now, Chris, a lot of the... We were speculating in the last episode about what was going to happen with Gibberty. And uh, you were the reality radar was convinced that uh, they were going to get back together. How's that working out for you? <laughs> I didn't say <laughs> in the show, Dave. <laughs> My hundred percent record did not say in the show. Now, yeah, now, right, right. Listen okay. to me. Listen to me. <laughs> no, this is when, 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 uh, hold Hold on, on, popcorn's here. Right, go right, on, so, on. So when, when I said when I said hashtag reality radar, there was a little asterisk at the end, but you didn't let me finish with the asterisk. And I did say very silently, which nobody may have heard was, I didn't say on the show. But you didn't hear that, Dave, obviously. So I can't be held responsible for that. But all, all the dogs, all the dogs heard it, like yeah, you know, the Superman, the dog okay. whistle level. Yeah. When Lex Luthor talking to Superman on the dog level. <laughs> right anyway it look it alluded to it i said he was going to go one way or the other he was either going to uh, propose to her or they were going dave i'm going to be controversial now i'm being really controversial and so uh, people can get the pitchforks out they can cancel chris phelps if you want but this is what i'm saying and this is hashtag reality radar I someone think I who might know what's coming here you might but know what's on. coming this whole relationship has been fake from the start. On both sides, I think that Liberty and Jake have never been together, hence why there's not been a connection. Also, you know, we know we've seen things played off, everything. The stuff that Liberty did in the episode before, and I'm not blaming Liberty at all, it's all been about Faye, this Love Island thing. She's allowed to have attention. She's allowed to have that limelight on her. The way she walked off from Jake when he said it was over and put, a microphone down, but she made sure that Faye and the other girls seen it, so they come running after her. That could also be interpreted as, you know, I want my friends with me, but she knew full well what she was doing for the cameras. And I'm not turning on Liberty because what we've seen on the screen, Jake deserved to be done. He needs to be finished. He's not fucking asked. Everyone's like, why is he not bothered? He's not bothered. And that, and what, what really, and I've been thinking this for a few episodes and I'm thinking, keep your mouth shut, keep your mouth shut because the way he treated Liberty was disgusting and he, and he was wrong and they were right to split up and stuff because he was just, I don't understand his logic. And like you'd said about, I'd said about, he was sort of sniping and stuff and we only saw a little bit of use of this. If he's doing that all the time, this is just a small pocket, but it's the way for me, the producers throw it in there to, to actually go with that episode story. We've not seen that properly, him doing that. If he's been doing that from the start and this is genuine, then fair enough. She is well within the rights to dump him. But what turned me, Dave, was that weird fucking conversation on the yacht. That was bullshit. Jake had said the day before about going on a yacht and everything. They get that as a date, which is fine. Producers going, oh, hang on, he wants to go on a yacht. Let's get a yacht. They split up. She was too too calm and the way they were talking was like two bad actors from fucking Towie Dave it was really staged and I didn't believe the sincerity of Liberty or Jake so I'm saying from the start and I know I'm going to get pelters for this 
They have never been a couple. They're both set-ups. They're both with talent agencies. And this has done, been done on purpose because it makes more ratings and people are like, oh, my God. And I'll tell you why I say that, because I keep saying it, but when I've seen people get paid to go on X Factor, um, what, fucking, what, what's going on? Britain's Got Talent. Uh, Britain's Got Talent, X Factor. Go on, tell them they're going to pay them three to five grand. We're going to do a story on you. The judges are going to put you through, but you won't go through to the live stuff because that's then when it, the officials come in and it's got to be all the votes are counted. I have been offered stuff myself in that, Dave, so I'm calling it right now. Been great TV. And for what we've seen on their, their journey, Liberty had to dump him. I think it's all fake. So I'm leaving that one with you, Dave, and I'm going to go and now hide in my bunker. Are you going to suggest that maybe... Uh people have come in to play a game on this game show. But, no, but, but play a game. No, no. No, no, no. I'll no, be you know what I mean. So, yeah. so, right. I'll agree with you on one point. That boat thing was very weird, was very odd. And it did seem like a bad soap opera. And it was really poorly acted. And, and there was just lots of things off about it. We've spoken in the past. I, I think it's most obviously in The Bachelor, isn't it? When someone turns up at someone's door and then you're looking into the house or the room or whatever, and there's no camera there, but then you get the shot from behind the door, opening yeah. the door. And it's like, how is, are these invisible cameras? Are these Klingon cameras that just, you know, stealth into the background? No, it must be multiple shots that they've edited together. When they had like the aerial shot and you could see Jake and Liberty. Now, the first my first reaction was it was just funny because they were so far apart you know, on the on the boat. But there was not that much space on the boat. There's a little bit of space in front of them. And when they were having that conversation, the camera was either on Liberty only or it was on Jake only. And then towards the end of the conversation, there was an, another camera shot, which had them both in the shot, which was from a little bit further back. Now, they've either got some three-camera setup that's taking all three shots simultaneously, or these are multiple shots edited together. And it, it seems, quite honestly, to me, it was the latter. It seemed like it was multiple shots all edited together. Now, if they show some behind-the-scenes stuff where they've got this three camera setup, maybe I'll change my mind, but it looked just very odd to me and very, very set up. I think the, I've seen a few conspiracy theories, actually. I think a few people might have turned on Liberty, but she is, if she is playing the, uh, the fake game, she has played an absolute blinder because all the way through this, she's come across like a very authentic person and she's been a little bit shit on by Jake. She's not been treated the best. Um, and then, but it's like, well, she's suddenly come out from Millie having the most Instagram followers. Thank you, Derek, for checking all of that stuff out on the Facebook page. Um, Liberty suddenly raced right ahead. She's been, I think she's hit the million mark, hasn't she? I think I saw. So she's done very, very well. And we said, if she stays in, you know, they'll just be also rans. Whereas if they actually bow out, she's got this whole narrative of this woman who's taken control. She's not been treated very well by her man, but she doesn't need a man. So she's going to be the one to draw the guillotine down on the relationship. 
and walk away. What a great, great story and what a great way yeah. to kick off your social media career. So there's something fishy about the way this has all ended. Because another thing is, Chris, when it gets to the final dates, there are usually four couples. Here, we've had five couples going into the final dates. We've got Jake and Liberty, Teddy and Faye, Carla and Taz, Chloe and Toby, and Liam and Millie. We don't normally have five couples going into the final dates. I am pretty sure someone's probably going to come up now and say, well, no, (laughs) five seasons out of seven, we did. But I am pretty (laughs) sure it's four couples. So it's as if the producers knew what that decision was. It wasn't like they were on the boat and it was like, oh, fuck, they're both going to walk. Oh, let's radio back to head office and see what we can do here. It was very, very set up. And I think that's why the whole boat thing felt very set up. But I think to get there, I don't think it was. And while I'm on a bit of a roll here, what I would say is, you know, we've (laughs) given Jake a fair bit of stick, you know, because it, it has looked like. At best, he's a bit shit, right, at expressing himself and everything. That's at best. But more probable is that he's playing the game. And he definitely, you know, he coupled up with Liberty, uh, but he definitely thought he'd have an upgrade at some point. But none of the girls, none of his type, you know, it seems to be the blonde bombshell, actually took an interest in him. So he never had a, a situation where he was tempted but I, I, in my pendulum, <laughs> I, I, in this episode, I swung back a little bit the other way to thinking, actually, maybe he is just a bit crap. Because I thought in that boat scene, I thought he was trying a bit. I thought he was sort of reflecting a little bit at how crap he had been. And he was commenting on about like Liberty's uh, trousers. And he said, oh, you know, those trousers, poor. It's a very Alan Partridge, I do have to say. It, it could have only been topped if he'd have done the little, you know, like tiger claw. <laughs> and he yeah. does a little, uh, <laughs> So I thought he was trying, um, but it was all, it was clearly dead at that point. And, and that's what, I think that, that whole conversation did make me feel a bit sorry for him, to be honest. It's funny because we've got, we got an email actually, and I know we usually read the emails, but it's a brilliant. Basically, it's a redirection. And let me just find it, Dave. But it's all, it's about Jake. One of our listeners has wrote a, a really good, uh, interesting Justine, and I'm going to put the links in the the podcast notes today. But it's just about Jake, Jake the Snake, the emp, you know, uh, what's it called? The empath wins, narc empath, romance implodes on Love Island. A living example of why self love conquers all. And it's a brilliant article, Dave, more towards that, you know, Jake is a narcissist and, and he, he he knew what he was doing and not just, mm. you, know, you know, stuff like that. So I will put that in for people to read. It's probably what we've all been thinking, but there's just been something. And I think what your explanation has been great, but I, I, I can't put my finger on it, Dave, because even the stuff with Liberty, I wasn't buying. She deserves better. I love the fact that she's become strong and independent enough to say, I'm not accepting this. I would want that for my daughter. I would want her to have that. If if she was with someone like that, who is who is basically talking down to her, making her feel like shit. And I'm sure there's loads of people can relate to this. We've seen plenty of stuff on Discord and Facebook. I'm not discrediting it. And it's a great story. And she will make probably the most money out of everybody on the show, Dave. Absolutely. 100%. And does she deserve it? 
a lot more than I'd say than people like Faye in that, Dave. So not not a problem with that at all. I just don't know. I just so, don't so, fucking know. So I'm probably going to, here you go, I'm going to flip-flop and probably jump over to your side of the fence for a little bit here because I, I've just looked at that uh, article. I'll, I'll read it later. But it's like narcissist versus empath relationship. So insinuating that liberty is the empath, I guess. Now, it's like when they say with footballers, and you know, you might say about a particular football, oh, he really believes in his own ability. Chris, there is no one playing at the top level of the game who doesn't believe in their own ability. To get to that level, you have to believe in your own ability. And it, it's another thing where it's like, well, maybe this person is a, a 76 and this person is a 78 or something like that out of 100. They all do. Every one of these fuckers is a narcissist to some level, including Liberty. And I really like Liberty. I've liked her all the way through. But you don't go on fucking Love Island to find love. No. Right? No. No, it's like, she's fucking 21. It's not as if she's like tried everything. You know, she's she's into her 30. She, she hasn't found the right person. She's fucking wanting a baby and stuff. She's fucking 21. She's a narcissist as well. Now, I agree with the... You know, we've said all the way through about Jake and like some of his fucking behavior is definitely you can see how it chips it chips away at liberty. And then also outside it can chip away at other people. And it's those little snipey comments that just make you feel shit about yourself. So so you know, it has been a, a different kind of abuse for sure. But come on, they're all fucking narcissists and they're all there for you know, their social media careers. And and I include Liberty and Jake in that, you know, they, they've walked, but they were never going to fucking win. This is the absolute best clinical play they could make to be more successful after the show's finished. Yeah. And, and with that, I'm not saying the words, Dave, because I'm not getting drunk as we report this. It's too early. <laughs> but I know that you agree. <laughs> <laughs> What 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 was interesting as well is I didn't buy the fucking Sandy D fucking sleepover with Kaz. What why? What is the point of that at all? Jake wasn't even sleeping in the same room as her. That was purely to, for the narrative. That's a producer job that saying to him, look, it'd be a good idea if you went outside. Because I'm not saying Kaz isn't supporting her, she's a best friend. They're probably the Dave, they're probably the best, most genuine relationship that's come mm. out of Love Island. It's it's great to see two people supporting each other. Kaz hasn't flied off the handle or anything. And I'm going to, unfortunately, and I'm, I'm conscious. The what? Flied. Flew. Yeah, she flied. No, she flied, Dave. <laughs> I've made it up as I'm going along. They, no, they probably understand that more than anyone else fly. But I'm going <laughs> to go. Like <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go at face slightly. And I know we've given her far too much time over the last few weeks. But the day before, her and Liberty have a conversation and she's saying to her, we're just acquaintances. We're going to be so Liberty's like, we'll be so Yeah, okay, babe. No problem. Liberty was brilliant the way she dealt with her. Dave, Faye was acting like she'd just seen a dog run over right in front of her. She was fucking in bits like there was a member of the family's just been told the dad. The way the girls were crying, Dave, was fucking pathetic. I'm sorry. There was only Kaz who had anything in that race and I'd have been quite happy to watch them too. Not in a, not in a bad way, but watch them both crying and saying, that, you know, they'll see each other in a week and that. It's not, well, not even a week, it's a few days because of that relationship. <laughs> the girls, it was pathetic. It was absolute. I'm sorry. It was bullshit for me. I, the, it, oh, 
I was like, you people really have no life experiences. And I know they're only early 20s or mid 20s, but Faye, why? <laughs> it was like she'd lost us, you know, her sister was going and never to be seen again on this, like moving to the side of the world. I'm like, you didn't even like the girl the day before, but you're lead, you're cheerleading all this. No, not buying any of that. We're definitely all over the map today because I, I, I don't agree. I don't agree. I, I think um, Faye, when she was saying that shit to Liberty, was just saying it to be nasty. She's been hurt, and so she wants everyone else to be hurt. I, I think that's why she said the words that she said about, you know, we're not friends, you know, oh, that's not from my side. You know, she's intentionally trying to twist the knife because she's felt wronged and she just wants to be fucking nasty. It's one of the reasons I can't root for her. I just think she is nasty, you know, and she's one of those people who fucking, if, if she's in a bad mood, every fucking else around her knows about it. You know what I mean? And you can make all the excuses you want. That's just her behavior. But I do think she, she, you can't just rub off all those feelings. And I know it's basically a holiday. And I think, you know, they, um, they, it's a bit dramatic, isn't it? You know, I'll see you in two days. <laughs> you know? How am I going to live without you? But they've been in this weird bubble. I, I can only think it's like, it's like being in prison. It, it, that is all you know. You haven't, you know, got to watch TV. You don't know what the hell's going on in the outside world. Um, these people and the producers are all that you know in life. So I thought I, I could I could get behind the fact that Faye would be upset. Like it does seem hypocritical on the surface. But I think I don't think she actually meant all those nasty things she was saying to Liberty the day before. She was just hurt, and her reaction is to try and hurt other people uh, when she is feeling like that. I did think, though, I, I felt like Chloe's reaction seemed the most authentic to me. Like she genuinely did seem to be really upset. Whereas, you know, Faye, it was, it was the odd tear and stuff. And I, I didn't know if I was buying it 100%, but I definitely, I'm, I'm not writing it off as 0%. Well, I am definitely not drinking to this because I'm definitely on the other side of that fence, Dave. However, <laughs> a couple tonight on the back of all this never said one word in the whole episode and came out of it stronger than anyone was Chloe and Toby because... Their date, because of all this drama, has been pushed back to Sunday's night. So mm. they're going to get a lot of airtime, and then we get the families. Now, what I will say is, you know, everyone has been saying Millie and Liam, which they did, Millie and Liam, I don't know what, we've seen a bit of what Chloe and Toby are going to do on the VT, but Millie and Liam's date, they've literally got most of the budget. I'm sure the yacht did, <laughs> yeah. but fucking face face was a picture. He's like, oh yeah, we had, uh, we had, we had like... We sat in a fucking damp... Puddle, yeah. you know, yeah, with fucking puddle. dead roses <laughs> from Aldi. We got, we had about fucking thirty fucking things of carnations thrown into a pool, and you can see face face. But I think Chloe and Toby could be the favourites now, and I think the fact that their date has inadvertently been pushed back to the Sunday, they're going to be more in the subconscious. People have had a couple yeah. of days to sit on it, and it not not that the, I don't. I'm not even saying the producers have done this. Like you know, usually I'll give them a load of stick. I don't think it's the producers. I just think that 
inadvertently, this is the best thing that could happen to Chloe and Toby. And and if they win, fair play. I mean, he, he has been an absolute joke from the start, Toby, but he is who he is. He's carried it on. I don't condone cheating and what he's done, but you know what? He's fucking having his best life. And Chloe is loving it, and she likes the fact that they're back together, so... Who am I? To, I think even Millie and Liam, Dave, they've got over that bump now. Everyone's giving Liam a lot of stick. He deserves it. He probably still deserves it. She's still going to have that side eye wondering what he's going to be doing. But hopefully they're the more genuine ones in the villa. What do you say, though? Just slightly going back again, and I like say about flip-flopping. Do you think Liberty and Jake have left because the families are coming in and something may have happened there? Liberty's family may have gone at Jake, and that's why they've, they've said, basically, I think you need to go. That's a uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I saw there was a headline that Liberty's mum was heartbroken over how he treated her. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, there are a few bits. The, the thing about ripping her clothes off was what? It was week one. Yes. You know, you can't give someone too hard a time over that. Um, and, you know, you could say with... With what he said over dinner, we said he's definitely got an eye on something else. You know, when he was saying about, oh, you know, we can't get too close, whatever, because other pe- newer people are going to come in. Well, you could just, you could almost read that. If you were to be a, a Jake apologist and say, well, he's seen this before, you know, and let's face it, they've been together for a week, or I think it might have been two weeks at that time. So, you know, it's not the world's greatest crime, is it? The, the only thing where it became obvious, where it was a bit more sinister than that, was when, you know, before the whole drama unfolded and the breakup, you know, again, we didn't buy the whole I love you speech, um, but it, it was when he was sort of putting her down and stuff and, you know, saying he's giving her the ick and, or what she's doing. He never said, you give me the ick. He said, that gives me the ick, you know, the messiness and stuff. Um, And when he's like, you know, looking at her like a piece of shit and it's like, you know, when she's saying, are you not feeling confident? (laughs) It's like, looks at himself. He's like, what, this body? I'm unconfident. (laughs) What do you mean? It's all about you, isn't it? And, And things like that. I, as if you know, if Liberty was my daughter, I would be concerned by things like that. But um, I don't think so, Chris. With this season, do you think the producers are like uh, Jake and Liberty? I think there's going to be a bit of drama with your mum and dad, so you best sidestep this one because we don't want to, you know, hashtag be kind. We don't want to have all the drama on the show. For that, they'd be like, you cannot fucking leave because. Liberty's mum is going to tear Jake a new arsehole and it's going to be fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a theory. I'm not saying I'm correct. So it's just yeah, a theory. Yeah, but yeah. Well, I, I, I did see right now. So Mr. Hugo Hammond, who obviously can literally friend zone anybody. He's even friend zone his own mum, I believe, and, and father days since he's come out. But uh, no, he's, um, he friend zone everyone, as we know. He's been on TikTok and I saw it just before we recorded that. He said, I love Liberty and Jake. However, Liberty, this is this is him now, Dave, so you can call mm. bullshit. And I reckon he would have pretty much got friends owned. He would have friends owned her anyway. Liberty wanted to get to know Jake, and Jake wanted to get to know Millie. And that uh, the producers didn't show any of that. When, mm. when some it wasn't at the start, it was 
it was the point where I think when Millie came in and Liberty wobbled yeah. and it was like, right, I, well, I'll get to know Hugo. And he said, we had some discussions, but then he was like, oh, but then underneath he's like, I love him. I love him. I'm not saying anything would have happened. I'm like, you did. But he's, he's been putting a lot of things on there that we don't see, which leads me into something off the back of Hugo is, and knowing that if you're not in the UK, it's difficult, but the after sun unseen bits, not the after sun, the unseen bits that air on a Saturday mm. night are really good and funny. And it also, people like Faye and all that, who we've had a go at, they can't be like that 24-7 and they're not. And there's some really funny bits that we've watched where we're actually laughing out loud. There was one on Saturday's episode and Chloe walks into a tree, Faye and Teddy are having a chat and she walks behind him and just walks, I don't know how. And then you've got like, Jake cutting Liam's hair and he pretends that the guard slipped off that old gag. We've all had that done to us as men. <laughs> and Millie and that are going along with it and Kaz laughing on the bed and all the lads are laughing and he's panicking mm. on the back. But he, he doesn't sound finger, but it's like normal stuff. But it's like, a nice sort of bromance moment, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, and it's also just normal. And then you've got Kaz sat there with a couple of the girls and I think a wasp or something comes and she's fucking, you know, we all do jump. Oh my God. And, yeah, yeah. and they're all laughing. There's the human elements of it that are in the, the unseen bits that I think need to come into the proper show because mm. we know that things are heavily edited. Remember from Big Brother, people have come out of Big Brother and, and some people have actually tried to sue the producers because the way they've been portrayed because it's like you've literally used one minute of me being in a mood and that's the whole narrative and that's where... They, they should probably check the small print, to be honest. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's a TV show. But no, it, saw, it, it is sorry, good viewing. I, I, what was that fucking dick the arsehole was it Luke or something what, what was his fucking name from <sighs> the guy who, with um, Lucinda oh um, he was going after Lucinda wasn't he Brad. and proper like gaslighting her no not Brad not the Geordie bloke the guy who I fucking couldn't stand oh, oh whatever I, his name oh, was oh I know what you mean um, fucking shithouse with yes. all the tattoos and everything. Danny, Danny. Danny. I saw he uh, was complaining because the show made him look like a psycho. I'm like, but that's you. <laughs> you are <laughs> saying those things. <laughs> so you might not be saying those things for 95% of the rest of the day. But that is fucking you saying yeah. those things that are psycho-ish. So, um, so yeah, but I agree about the fun bits. I think that fleshes out the characters, doesn't it? It helps us understand who they are and not just the relationships. It's the, it's the friendships as well that we like to see. And yes, of course we love the drama, but it sounds like, you know, they've just got the balance wrong. We, we do want to see those bits. I, I, I haven't watched that unseen bits, but you know, from what you're saying there, I think I want to see it now. Yeah, honestly, I, Recommend it. I've watched them every week. But Dave, we've got an email in, and I might not be on James's Christmas card list because this is completely the opposite of what I said right. about Liberty and Jake. So it's put Jake the Snake till the end. I cannot believe this guy they call Jake. So fake to the end. He's not even upset about Liberty. He's upset about the 50K. I just cannot believe he wasted eight weeks of Liberty's life like that. I'm so proud of Lib, though. She finally realised Jake wasn't fighting for her, and clearly he didn't love her at all. It was just an illusion and an act of epic proportions. Now, this is the bit where he might come after me. Uh, watching that scene between the girls was truly painful. For me, James, it was painful because it was, I it was nonsense. But I agree. I can see why people take it on board. He's agreeing with you there, isn't he? No, no. I think he means it was upsetting, Dave. 
was truly, I hope Lib can find true love now and happiness out there. I'm glad the girls stay close. I don't know. Uh, maybe he's agreeing with me then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But, but um, great, great email. It's just, that it, it, I just, I don't know this. I've become so cynical watching this stuff now, Dave, even though it should have <laughs> been you. I, I just, I've been here and got the t-shirt so many times. Yeah. I, I think for me though, like I say, just, just honing in on Faye, if someone's really behaving in an inconsistent way, it's like one day I'm crying because you're leaving, but yesterday I told you I'm not your friend anymore. You have to decide which one do you believe more. I think you're you're choosing to believe that she's faking the tears, and I choose to believe that she was actually just being nasty. She didn't really mean those things. She was just saying them because she was feeling hurt and wanted to hurt someone else back. I'm not going to have a drink, David, again, but there is a theory <laughs> that you may be correct. What, what, what I will say is we what me and Sam have watched the WWE Divas for years, right? So it's all the ladies on there. One of them was at that film, Fighting for My Family, the, the English girl who went over there, won the championship from nowhere. Her family were all wrestlers and all that. And they had this big narrative Paige, in the show. Was it? Paige, yeah, I should have known that. I should know that really well. But Paige, <laughs> and I've watched, we've watched all the Divas, right? And one of the couples got married on there, which was at Liberty. Um, yes, I think she was called Liberty. Liberty and, and one of these Samoan guys. And they got married and they had the wedding and his dad wasn't there, right, at the wedding. So they had this whole wedding on, you know, like by the sea and they've got, the, they're from Hawaii, so they've got like, his cousins of the rocks so and they've got like the Hawaii, uh, you know, the, the flower, chain flower neck piece round and all that. It looks lovely. Online... His dad, Rikishi, I don't even remember Rikishi, Dave. He's the guy who used to put his arse in people's faces because he was a big Samoan guy with a big truck-like truck arse. And that his move was called the stink face. Let's not go any further. Oh, man. Exactly. Yeah. Get to the point. Get to the point. That, <laughs> that was his move. So if you do want to go on YouTube again and not search, um, you know, some of the things I've said. Anyway, he gets called out. So he's getting pelters and pelters. And he comes on his Twitter and goes, this is about four or five years ago, he goes, I'd just like to say, because he's got twin sons, he went, do you really think that I would not be at my son's wedding? You do realise this is a reality, and he put it in brackets, TV show. There was a reason I wasn't there, because it's a reality show. In other words, they got married properly with the family, and then they had this fake TV thing. And that's, I think, why I'm working towards this, this narrative on the show. I'm sure with the NDAs they signed, they're not allowed to tell everything that goes on. If they do, they'll oh, get yeah, screwed, yeah. or they'll lose any money or whatever. So, so they've got there's only so much they can reveal. Yeah, I just I don't credit any of them in the villa to be that good an actor. You know, the um, you can see it with the the tears physically with the tears coming out of their eyes. You've got to be a really good fucking actor to get to that level. And none of these, I don't think, are, are that good. So that that's one of the things that has me believing that that they ain't crocodile tears. Um, but Chris, talking about emails, we've actually got a review through as well. And this is in our UK store and uh, on Apple. So if you guys want to drop us a review, that'd be brilliant. And this one, the subject is best podcast. And uh, I think you, you'll appreciate one bit of this, Chris. It <laughs> says, I enjoy this more than Love Island. I can't wait to listen to this every day. 
Loving the funny, familiar sayings, in quotes, I agree, I agree. (laughs) (laughs) Now, now. (laughs) My family is sick of me walking around and laughing with my AirPods in. Thanks, boys. And that is from Tiny Fox 21 So thank you very much for that. And uh, yeah, it seems like, Chris, this season, you know, God knows how many seasons of, of this Love Island and, and different shows, but it seems this catchphrase of yours has really, you know, stuck this season. So there we go. You're going to have to find different ways to say it. Perhaps, perhaps Chris, you, you could say it in like French or something, you know, so... Uh, what would I got, that be? I got an uh, F in French, so I don't know. I know Alley, <laughs> tourner droite, that's too much. Je right. suis d'accord. Ah. Would be, uh, nice. It would be the French. Je suis d'accord. Okay, Dave. That's I like easy Spanish enough, better. isn't it? Yeah, I like Spanish better. I'm going to get the Spanish one just to be different, I think, Dave. You know, I keep going on and off learning Spanish and then just being dead lazy. So I'll, I'll think of the Spanish one for next season. But what, what, what has stopped me? Maybe the, the romantic language of German. You know, ich stimme zu. That would also be, I agree. Yeah. Oh, Google, thank you. <laughs> the one that has stuck and has got the most stick is hashtag reality radar. Everyone's like, this fucking radar. Just, I just oh, Chris, Chris, why? Oh, thank you for reminding me. Right. I have... A voicemail from Joe. Oh, now, if you could, yeah. uh, if you could allow me to share my screen, please. Of course, yes, and yes, they. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. This we don't give out prizes for best voicemail or best email, but uh, I think if we did, this would definitely be up there. <laughs> so hold on, let me do this. <laughs> let me share the sound. So here we go. Little message for the end of Love Island series to you both, Dave and Chris. Oh, my God. What a great series. Yours, I'm talking about. (laughs) Because I don't know if anybody else is like this, but I don't know if I would have got to the end of Love Island if it wasn't for this podcast. It's so good watching the episode and then spending the next day wildly refreshing my podcast app to see when you've (laughs) uploaded your episode. Sometimes it's too late. Um, However, I so appreciate it. Like I've proper loved your series, this series. So thank you both so much. And a quick little message to Chris, who has been begging for an apology from me. (laughs) I don't know. I can't even remember why. I think, Chris, you think you're right. And I've been wrong on many of the episodes. You've even been on Twitter, Chris, haven't you, begging for a final apology? So here it is. I would like right here, right now to say sorry that your reality radar has been so shit. (laughs) I don't even know if you have the batteries in it, this series. Anyway, love you both. Here's to many more. Cheers to you. What a fantastic (laughs) voicemail. Oh, yeah. You fucking reveling in that, Mr. Horrocks. (laughs) But what a heartwarming first part of the message. Um, oh, it's well. lovely. I really appreciate it. And and it has been brilliant. All the interaction for this season has been absolutely fantastic. And and honestly, it helps us get along with it, doesn't it? You know, it at times it hasn't been the most um entertaining, but you know, it's still it's still great to get on there chatting, getting the emails and stuff, seeing what other people's opinions are, not just our own. So yeah, I've I've loved it, but Christ, 
Chris. I'm looking forward to getting my life back as well. Yeah, I am as well. <laughs> and off the back of Love Island, Dave, big thanks to Michelle Jordan and the guys at BBC Berkshire because they've had us on every week, haven't they? Yeah. As Love Island yeah, specialists. Yeah. And, and we, you know, they contacted us. So big thank you to them, to Catherine and John Owen, some of the other people who've been in the background who've, who've made, made that happen for us. And hopefully that's a relationship we have going forward because we've had such good fun. It's been more of a test, make sure I don't swear when I'm on that day. So it's been <laughs> brilliant, especially when we're live. So big thanks to them as well. It is much appreciated. Michelle's lovely. So we always have a great chat with her. And we did have some requests as well to open up a new Patreon level to uh, stop Chris and Dave singing at the end of episodes <laughs> after our fucking woeful grease attempt. Oh, my God. Well, well, yours was the best. You were like some shot potter, Dave. From the, I don't yeah. know what was going on there. <laughs> yeah, from the 80s or something. Yeah, Olympian. definitely. definitely. But anyway, Chris, mate, it has been a journey hasn't it it has been great and uh, we're not quite over yet so we're gonna meet the parents obviously we'll see chloe and toby's dates on sunday night and then it'll be into the final it'll be the poems won't it chris it'll be all oh, the heartfelt yeah. speeches and everything but then i think i mean we need to lose at least one couple don't we going into the final day so presumably tonight we're gonna lose someone hopefully hopefully I- <laughs> hopefully say that just sounds bad that but it's got to be Faye and Teddy if they don't go tonight I'm still sticking to what I say for some reason I've just got this sinking feeling they're going to win Dave and I don't know why I don't know who's voting for him but they're still there so I honestly think if they don't go tonight they're going to win it and I just I can't put my finger on it I really can't what's going on but they're, they're not reading the room with what's happened but you know could be wrong could be wrong it's not very often I'm wrong Dave but I'm usually always right <laughs> and on that bombshell <laughs> uh, thank you Chris thanks for listening I'll speak to you next time bye bye